How are you doing, Andrew? I'm all right. I'm, I'm disappointed with Neil Young because yes. you know, when yeah. I was 14, I, I heard the song Sugar Mountain and it was like, you know, it was like spoke to me on the deepest level. Right. And now I think he's a he's a dick, you know. Oh, so why is that? Why? Why would you think that he and Johnny Mitchell were trying to uh, maneuver Spotify and to cancel Rogan and Peterson and Malone and, you know, I think it was Malone and not Peterson. I think they're talking about the COVID, COVID videos that Rogan did. Oh, right. Uh, well, yeah, I think it's I think it's an ossified hippie culture, which had vitality at one point, you know. And, and, you know, again, Joni Mitchell was a genius at one point, you know, but they're not doing anything right now. And so they're, they're, they're just reacting to ideology or, or they're, they're being, they're being puppeted by ideology, which is unfortunate that they can't see through that. You know? Yeah. I mean, it, I, I'm, I'm, completely cynic cynical about this you know because we we all now know by now that you know the left and the market are so intrinsically connected with each other that i can imagine that their managers said well uh, do some pressure points on 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 spotify and your your views and your will go up and the revenue will go up right of course it could have been a uh, you know a public uh Well, I mean, Neil, Neil Young sort of prides himself on his integrity and being anti-corporate and, and all that. Um, and it's un, unlikely that he would just, I don't think he would cynically uh, do that for money. Right. I, I think he's just ideologically possessed like everybody else. So he believes that he's on the side of the, the good, but there is no good anymore there it's 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 over it's it's yeah. it's, it's 1972 but not now yeah i mean yeah the strange thing is that that is what what joe rogan that what has made him big you know so the because it's not you know i think in the whole discussion it's not talked about that it's the it's a it's a function of media to report news right yeah that is not the function of a podcast it never was you know and that was what joe rogan uh, invented was a long-form con conversation that is somewhere between an exchange of ideas dialogues and entertainment yeah you know well he didn't invent it it just kind of happened and he yeah, well the long he sort form, of happened to be there the um, long form podcast he he was mostly the inventor of of that yeah format. you could say that but i don't even i, I don't even think that he was trying, he said that in the interview, actually, he said, yeah. I, I didn't have any intention to do any of this. It just happened. Right. So he was, he was sort of, he just was being himself and, and then, and all this sort of happened to him. Um, yeah. Which, and, and also, so he's, you know, the, the thing that Neil Young doesn't understand is that Joe Rogan is the Neil Young now. Right. In, in the sense that, that Joe Rogan is, edgy pop culture right yeah. um and that's what neil young used to be so 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 uh so in a way neil young should sort of be supporting you know the younger generation of edgy pop culture people but he somehow found himself um 
supporting the most corporate mainstream thing, which which pretends to be anti Spotify or something, but but I don't think it really is. I think it's no. it's just politics. It's like fake politics. Yeah, I mean, like I don't think there is a like in in the last in last instance there is no bad and good side to this. I think like it's just mm-hmm. the value that he and, and Mitchell have or espouse the values. And I think they, they like so many of, of us, choose like communitarianism uh, before ind- individualism, you know? Yes. And, and, so, and so that is not, it's not a, in itself, it's not a wrong value, you know, it's to, to, mm-hmm. to set the safety of the collective before the safety and the freedom of the individual. You can, right. make, you can make the argument and it's a perfectly sane argument I'm, I'm not, I, 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 it's not my value. I, I would always, you know, put individualism before the, the collective and say, no, it's like we need free speech. We need dangerous ideas, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. And we need, because without the, the freedom of the individual, you don't have the collective, but both of them. But the weirdly arguments- enough, that makes us like Trump supporters or something these days, or it makes us like rednecks, uh, you know, from the point of view of Neil Young, <laughs> you know, which is right, kind of yeah. weird, right? Because yeah. because because the freedom of expression and all that is what Neil Young is supposed to be standing up for, right? Yeah, no, it, no, because he's getting old and he, he fears uh, for 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 the collective. And again, yeah, it's okay. like I and and I don't think any of those arguments is in itself wrong. They're only different arguments, and yes, and 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 the more we we are. Uh, within the world, the more we have to choose what kind of value and narratives we 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 w- want to enact. Exactly, and, precisely, and, and and I think that Neil Young is is um, I I think that the, the, it, it's not that I'm not making any argument for or against what Neil Young's values are. Yeah, and no, we're not we're not doing that. We're we're just saying that 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 there has to be um, a a public square. Right, right. With 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 an exchange of of ideas and and right. even if that you know even if there are even the dangerous ideas, right. And let's say hypothetically that Neil Young is right that that whatever this guy is is, is talking about uh, um, on Joe Rogan is 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 dangerous. It's it's far more dangerous to 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 shut him up and put him in the underground and and and. Yeah, well, but well, Andrew, that's my whole point. If you see, if you look at it as a as a, a pyramid, a pyramid of 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 values, and yeah. on top uh, is the is the value individualism or, or collectivism. Right? Yeah, and it's not wrong or or, or or right in any case. It's just two ways of dealing with chaos. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. You know, yeah. and yeah. and you know, and and so the argument for me is like when somebody asks me. When I'm criticizing the ways of the government or the media, so what should they have done? And the only answer I can come up with is give it to the people. They have to decide how they want to deal with that mm-hmm. threat, and mm-hmm. not the collective. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. I mean, there's. Uh, uh, I think, I think it's absolutely true what Jordan Peterson said. Um, that, uh, I think it was him who said that. But that, there, that there's a there's a pandemic of of administrators. Right. Public health administrators who are causing great harm. Yeah. Um, to to 
and and there's a unidimensional analysis of a situation. Yeah, so you talk about the, the marketplace of dangerous ideas. And so what the com conversation that should have taken place would have been the conversation if the damage done by bureaucrats and, and uh, of, of the collectivism is higher or lower than the, uh, the damage oh, from individualism, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, and you can't, and there's no way you can find an answer to this. There's That's no right answer, no. So. The context is always shifting and changing. And, and, and so, so it's always moving between, let's say, this, this hippie idealism into a sort of cynical nihilism and then going back and forth and yeah. going back and forth, oscillating between le left, you know, left people who yeah. have a certain view of freedom and then, and then right people who have another view of freedom. And, you know, uh, you know, I just, I think that, I think that, uh, that, Again, there has to be a quite a unique individual decision-making process that, that's allowed. Uh, otherwise, the society is drifting into soft uh, totalitarianism, and, and Neil's you know Neil's supporting that on, on some level. <laughs> yeah, but, but which that, is kind of weird. For yeah, me, but, but you know, from from the German perspective, which is not mine, but that would be you're not you, German. That you already that you already have lost your way in 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 inter in, in interpreting you know the collective argument you know because you know in germany it's like the argument is you can't the the, the individual individual freedom is not as important as the safety of the collective that's the argument right in germany mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and that leads to let's say the the control of the devouring mother right and whereas whereas the other extreme leads to the control of the tyrant, you know, the, the of the tyrannical father. Right. So. Right. No, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. And so we're both confronted with our own shadows and with the shadows of the other side. And that's what makes it so so hard. It's like it reminds me so much, you know, when you when you're in that stage of a relationship with a girl, you know, and it's and everything you say, because it's the because that relationship is in a state of you know it's dissolving itself mm -hmm. and then everything you say is is not a taken as you know on a trust level and it's in this you know mm -hmm. there's, there's a, a second there's, degree there's, uh, yeah and mm -hmm. the, the shadows are already talking with each other you know uh, nothing what you can say yes that's you, good the shadows are talking to each other and yeah. nothing what you can say and you know the the way uh, can reach her ear her heart or her mind anymore because it will fall on her interpretation of what you actually are which you are not but you know what i mean it's like when 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 there's when the communication people start to destroy each other yeah, when the uh, conversation it, is mm. defunct basically and yeah. so and so that's where we are com com communication is completely defunct yeah you know? yeah i mean i mean and and also you know there, there's there's there the the fact you, we could criticize spotify for sure for for you know, making so much money off the artist's back. Right. Um, but why does, why are we criticizing um, this sort of martial arts uh, guy, comedian, who, 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 who is brilliant in his own way, but right. he's not an intellectual genius of any kind. He's not, he's not the authority of any opinion. He's just a guy who kind of, navigates the opinions of, of other people and right invites exactly. people invites people for conversation he's right not, he's not he's not he's he doesn't stand 
for any particular point of view. He just invites different points of view. No, so he's a master communicator. Yeah. So, yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. And, and I was and, thinking and, about him and I was thinking, why is he like, what's so great about him? And because he, he's almost like unremarkable in some ways. He is remarkable because he's, but in some ways, he's kind of like everybody. He's kind of like the guy you know in high school or something. He's kind of yeah, like you, the, the everyman. Mm -hmm. and, and that's, that's, that's that's what McLuhan calls uh, like uh, cool media. He's the right. ultimate cool media guy. Right. Cool cool media is is the guy that reminds you of yourself and everybody and guys who all you, all the guys you knew in high school and yeah. he's just so familiar to everybody yeah. whether you li like him or not. He doesn't sort of stand out in any uh, remarkable kind of way, but that's what makes him stand out paradoxically. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean there are other aspects of him that I, uh, you know, the, the way, the things that he does, you know, not so much the things that he says, but the, the ability to be like a master communicator, to create this podcast, to be like a world-class, uh, uh, what does he karate or I don't know what he does. Like yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a martial then, artist and, 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 and his comedian. comedian, his comedy is pretty good, actually. Yeah, I like that. I too. was surprised. I, I, thought, I was sort of thought he was a mediocre comic. But but when oh, no. I saw his his com com comedy, he's good. I mean, he's he's not, and he's he's a real physical comedian. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Mm. He, he goes into the physicality and very intensely. I and, think the last one straight. So so in a way, yeah. that's his real gift. Not even the talk show. He all he has yeah. to do at the talk show is just sit there and yeah. blab with people. It's 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 not even an. I mean, I, I wouldn't. You say he's a master communicator, but. I think he's just an ordinary uh, communicator when he talks to people, but, but I think his gift might be just is, is actually in stand up. Like he's not the best, but he's, he's pretty good. Yeah. No, but I, yeah, I messed a communicator. That's the wrong yeah. word because I wasn't a Churchill who was the great, no, that was like Reagan. That was called. Yes. The and these community. are the hot media characters. If yeah. I can go back to McLuhan, right. These yeah. are the hot media. So no, but what he's I meant, a cool media character. What I meant with Rogan is like, because you know this, you, you also do like podcasts. It's like, um, to tune in when you do an interview or like a talk in the particular yeah. worldview of your interviewee, you know, yeah. that's like, that creates a lot of effort for, on your side, you know, and to connect the strands and, and to be able to contribute something. And the palette of people that Rogan interviews, like from scientists to comedians, to martial arts, to whatever, that's such a big palette. And even if you look just at the scientists, like archaeologists and biologists and uh, immunologists, and all, he, he can always stand his ground. He yeah. always has something to contribute. And that is what I mean. He has like this natural talent to, to keep the conversation going for three hours or in the Peterson case for four hours. Yeah, it's I like mean, it's too long. Nobody can listen to that. Right. I mean, for, you can listen to in bits like i i'm almost through the peterson lecture and i follow it because i i like jordan peterson but but i've i never i never it's hard to listen you can't listen to four hours of conversation in one shot no, no 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 only one thing i would be uh, one you know there would be one event i would do this for and this is the beatles you know so but i i don't right. I, I won't look at you know four hours of peterson rambling on <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I made it through three hours of him so far. I'm gonna watch it, but in bits, not at one time. <laughs> the whole yeah. thing was quite disappointing for me, actually. You know, I, you know, the interview. I was like, did you like it? Um, well, I, I thought it had it had had its its it got going after a while. It started off a bit 
um, bumpy. Yeah. But then, but then, you know, when, when Peterson gets in the groove, he has very good insights uh, about things. And, 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 uh, and I don't think that he's over or he's dead or he's finished or, you know, right. a lot of people are saying that I think he, he's still alive in his, his insights about things. And I particularly like when he talks about uh, the Exodus, cause that's a personal interest of mine. And, and, right. and I like when he goes mythopoetic and I think that's his forte when he is in that area. Yeah. But uh, but I, yeah, I, I, no, I thought it was okay. I, I thought um, uh, I th- I thought it was uh, it was it was fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm I I I haven't watched the whole thing. I'm I'm at nine minute ninety or so, mm-hmm. and I find I find it like there's no at least in the first hour, first seventy five. There's no dialogos there because he's just you know rambling from one topic to another, and and it's like he's in this is is. It's as if he's not uh, in his right swing of things, you know. And so he's like a little bit off kilter all the time. Yeah, he's a bit off kilter, but and yeah. So, but but so, that's because he's just suffering. He's coming over out of an illness, but he's 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 still often on. He's he's just on and off. Yeah, and yeah. No, I really like his insights. You know, when he says yeah. like, by now the cure uh, for for COVID is worse than the disease. You know, with all the collateral damage, this is like so poignant. You know, and and he's still able to come up with these super interesting insights and thought provoking things. Yeah. But at the at the same time, if I'm if I'm tuning in in a Joe Rogan experience podcast, and and you know, there's not really a conversation going, but him just yeah rambling. Well, he repeats him. Kind... He repeats himself a lot, and so yeah, you've yeah. heard it all before. A lot of it, right. Yeah. And so that, that, that I found a bit dis- disappointing, you know. But that the, the other thing is that the media is like uh, the thing. The well, there's a new article out in the, the the Guardian. It's like a recycling of the, the. They're trying to they're trying to pick up on the Peterson Jordan Peterson drama again and recycle yeah. it and get some get some traction out of that about what whatever he says about or doesn't say about global warming. You know, yeah. they're just trying to pick up a new. Um, uh, uh, you know, it's, but but hey, that's 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 kind of over as well. I mean, yeah, no, but they what what I see is that they after it was recently published that I think that the Drogon has more listeners than all of the legacy media in the United States combined, right? And so what mm-hmm. they're doing now is trying to attack every podcast, like not everyone, but a but a good chunk of of what Rogan does because he's he's now the big bad guy you know say so they, they criticized you know the malone interview with i don't know 20, 270 doctors that's supposed to you know be were very critical of the malone COVID interview and it turned out you know there were barely any doctors in that in that group and so it was like complete misinformation and the same thing you know so so arbitrary and so uh we had the the, the, the the reports about the, the climate interview in Peterson, you know? It's just so mm-hmm. weird what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We can come back to Timothy Leary, who said that the internet is LSD. I think you told me that. But I, the internet I, is LSD? I, I know. I didn't say this. I, I, I think that's... <laughs> I think we're, everybody's on LSD, basically. Right. right. We're all tripping on something. Maybe that's the human condition in some ways as well, but 
Mm -hmm. But I, I, you know, I was taking a walk the other day and I was thinking like, how do you actually change minds and hearts of people? You know, it's like what you need is a setup. You know, it's like we're talking about the bridge and the divide between people and the different value systems. And how mm -hmm. do you how do you overcome that? So, you know, in my personal experiences, you need a lot of trust. You need empathy. You know, you need like what Daniel Gertz says, like listening and you need the dialogues to appear. And then you can actually change people yeah. you know, in the way you're thinking. Yeah. And you're changing yourself, actually. Well, but that the is the that is the import of of Joe Rogan. Is dialogos right, and that right. that is that is kind of the revolution that's, that's that's happening. That is the you know is is that when you get a couple people together right. and and you just let things happen, right? Then that's extremely compelling and interesting, and and uh, um, you, you know, and, and there's shift in, shifts in consciousness, and and, uh, and there's drama, and, and there's exploration and new things, you know. So so all of that is is what is really good about Zoom and about and about um, what we're doing. And you know about, exactly you know, why we're we're so completely compelled by doing this. Why we're not like, you know. Why we're not like I don't know what people would be doing uh, in in the Stone Ages playing stringed in instruments and, <laughs> and banging yeah, no, no, on but... stones. This is what we're doing. We're 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 doing jazz music with with concepts. Exactly. I mean that's the very reason, and maybe the only reason why I do this podcast. You know this parallax view because yeah. in a way these are not only little vignettes. You know, I, I, I look at them as little art pieces, you know, where, where, we, where we bring in daily things and psychology and philosophy and myths and everything. And every episode has a topic and it's like and it uh, propels you somewhere where, you, where at least I wasn't before, mm -hmm. like when it's yeah. a good episode. Right. Yeah. And so and then it stands for itself. It's like a little art piece. You know? Yeah, and it so, is. Perform there's a performative aspect. Yeah, yeah. To the it's, whole thing, for sure, uh, uh, and that's and that's because that's because you're tuned in to something other than just you and the other person. You're tuned into, let's say, the culture, right? Um, and that's so you're we're, we're, even though we're in our little in our you know in our offices somewhere, um, we're or in our bedroom or it could be right. Uh, we're, there's still a per performance going on, right? And that and it's storytelling, and 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 that's what is the most compelling thing in the world to people is storytelling yeah. as, as they know, as people know in, in Netflix, you know? And so the, the weird thing with Peterson, so when he, what I noticed, and I don't know if you saw that too, but you know, when he is like comfortable in his own house and he does an interview and then, then there is the old Peterson, but then there's this moment when he tries a little bit too hard, you know, that happened in the Vaveki interview and with, uh, 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 with the Rogan interview. So he's not, there's no there's no dialogos there. So there was like this moment when he was like preaching about, uh, to Rogan, like what comedy is about. And I was like, that is so weird because like Peterson has no idea what comedy is about because he never did it, you know, and 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 Rogan is like a stand up comedian. I don't know if I agree with that. You can be a football coach and, and not be a very good football player. He's not that funny, Peterson. As, as a, he makes cracks jokes, he could still have insights into what comedy is on a on a. Yeah, but it was like such a weird mismatch because, like, I, I sensed, I felt that that Rogan was like, as a host, was like giving him the space to express that, but in, yes. in, in, in reality, it was like. Back to McLuhan because 
why Peter is he preaching sorry, about interrupted you. why is he preaching to like the one of the most successful uh, com uh, you know uh, uh, comedy stars like how comedy works that is that was so strange to me you know well I, he i think he because he knows that he's talking to a, an audience he's not just talking to 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 rogan so he's right he, but on the other hand uh yeah i see what you mean it's, it feels a little bit pretentious and it should be the other way around it should be rogan um telling him about comedy but um, I, I think I, 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 I keep thinking of McLuhan and hot and cold media because I think Peterson shines in hot media. He's he's a powerhouse in hot media when he's on fire with the anger and the Holy Spirit. And yeah, yeah. he's a polarizing, dangerous, you know, that's when he's good. Yeah. Uh, but when he's uh, he but and Rogan's pure uh, cool media, it's like anything goes you know, um, psychedelic, uh, you know, whatever happens, happens. And, yeah. and this huge spaciousness for allowing yeah. things to happen, but it, but it's not uh, script. It's not, um, it's not concentrated. It's, it's playful and exploratory. Whereas Peterson has this sort of this concentration of, so, so I think maybe that's why uh, four hours with, with Rogan um, is awkward a bit. Right. Mm. But, but if, but when he's doing, certain lectures he's 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 on fire yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. um sometimes he's 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 kind of boring and he's you know saying the same old things that i can't and he comes on an insight and but again um you can't ask somebody to perform at, at high velocity all the time and right uh not everybody can 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 do that right and so and you know i i because you mentioned mcluhan i was like thinking actually a lot about him the last week because I did this interview with uh, meta modern guys, you know, mm. Vermeulen and Wenderecker and, and Gibbons. And so because, you know, and, and because their conception of meta modern was, is completely different than, you know, the, that, that from Daniel, let's say, or from Hans mm -hmm. Hansi. Mm -hmm. and How so, is it different? No, well, I mean, it starts off with the, you know, the McLuhan idea that, you know, the medium is the message. And so they attribute like the modernity with radio, postmodernity with, uh, uh, mm, with, with uh, TV. With, TV yeah, and, sure, yeah. and and metamodernism with internet and yeah so so if I can go just back before you say it is so Peterson is modernity right and then Joe Joe Rogan is postmodernity in terms of media right would you say no so that would be the Hansi interpretation of things uh -huh, because right. like what what uh, what the Vermoyen the 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 Oslo gang let's say uh, or the the you know, it depends on the, when they, where they teach. But the point is that they, they see it as a cultural condition and we are all engulfed in it. So for them, Trump mm -hmm. is a typical metamodern phenomenon, mm -hmm. you know? And sure. so, so, and and we, we are all in this shared feeling. Um, and I was asking them, is it instigated through the internet? And so, you know, because it happens like more or less at the same time when that, cultural feeling that new one appeared but there's no there's no uh cognitive science behind it you know there's no no that's not a stage of development it's just a shared feeling about what the world is and like an oscillation between between you know the different cultural epochs let's say like modernity and, and pre-modernity and post-modernity and in that way it's way more closer to what Wilbur says about the integral age because like Wilbur's integral age doesn't have like a directionality somewhere but it just says oh we are integrating what came before you know mm -hmm. and and why why 
So, and so what? Well, what, the McLuhan aspect of that is that you know, as you say, Trump is sort of a uh, is that we're we're living in the when we get to the electric age, right? It's all about sensation and no longer about detached conceptuality. Yeah. Um, so so people don't even care what. People are people are reading the whole body. They're not just reading the words or reading, you know, the, the, they're reading the um, the entire sensual field. Yeah. Um, which is a bit, which brings us a bit back to uh, probably to uh, to uh, to this this retribalization. Yeah. Yeah. Where where there's a time and space of collapse and there's an instantaneous, um, almost clairvoyant event that is happening yeah uh, and so reality tv comes on and then trump arrives as the president the president of the, the world yeah. <laughs> you know or the the figure the world figurehead yeah 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 uh, mm. which is which is which which is is the media is creating him he's not creating himself he's just being created by 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 media yeah mm. but maybe i've 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 gone off topic a bit um, no, 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 no. In terms but, of metamodernism, um, no, but the, 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 I, I can I can weave it together because you know one interesting thing is so so for them, uh, postmodernity was also like like the end of history, like Fukuyama and stuff. And so what happens because like history never ends, you know. Even so, 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 so what happens? And and they talk about this bend, you know. So that that you have, and and we also talked about it's. Uh, I, I tried to bring it to the guys that like like a, a literary device in literature and you talk, they talk about prophecy you know as a literature device and like how we can bend uh, our now into the future by let the future talk to us now and that is something that emerged through dialogos you know <laughs> and so that so and that is you know if that's missing if the dialogue dialogos is missing there's no bend to it and then there's no creation of the future Mm-hmm. So there's an oracular, oracular quality to dialogos. Yeah, uh, yeah, or some prophecy, you know, some prophecy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and and I found that very interesting because again, they're not they're not sociologists; they're like like cultural philosophers, you know. Wow. And yeah. and and you know when you have that's like, art too, right? Because right. art art is prophecy in the sense that art is always ahead of the of the game. In a way, yeah, it always is, is, is anticipating um, what's happening next before it, it is. It's gets articulated by the philosophers or by the thinkers or by the you know by the critics. Yeah, and then you. Have I, was, the- I was thinking about Leonard Cohen was always saying this, like when he was writing a song, it was it was like it was it was it was it was not where he was at right now. It was where he was going, yeah, <laughs> or where he w- would be in the in the. And, and but if he if it was if he was too much in the present, then he would just be. Then if if artists are too much in the you know artists, well, I, this is a complex, but artists express the present by anticipating the future, or right. something like that. Exactly, um, where, in the space in, in this in between space. Yeah, but that that is the way. And that would be the argument from Vermont. That's the way we are describing it now because we're in this shared feeling of metamodernism because it's always in between. It's always, um, you know, oscillating between different things. And, you know, that we have, that we now live in a world that doesn't seem to make sense because you have so much different. I mean, Bukulin would say that the artist is the only one who could really see it. Right. 
he's the only one that can see what's going on um, right. because everybody else is looking in a rear view mirror. Right. Like everybody is using their mechanical um, reactions. Yeah. Uh, every, like we believe we're, we're still in the world of radio and TV where we're actually in a whole different world and only the artist is able to express that. Right. But then McLuhan didn't see the internet. I wonder, I wonder if in the internet age, everyone's a fucking artist because everyone has to perform and everyone has to, everyone has to express themselves aesthetically in, in some way. And that, that not everyone's an artist, but, but, but that the mode of being, the true mode of being is art. Yeah. Or as, no, or I would say, or what one would say is the looking, the searching, the searching mm -hmm. for something new without knowing what it is. Right. So without it, knowing what it is, without having yet articulated what, what it happens to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I th think that's very interesting because the searching and the, because the searching begins at the end of history and the searching is way more important than the finding, you know, it's like, it's, it's a different lingo, but it means the same than the meaning crisis. You know, we're in between worlds. We don't know what's happening. Or the Exodus we, again, we, right? Yeah, we're, we're in the desert. At, yeah. We're looking. That's in between the, the the desert is in between the the mountain and the city, right? Yeah. Um, um, so 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 we're 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 in this in between world desert right. place, and that's I guess that's what you said that you said that is that is that the metamodernist stage or is it after that? No, no. The, the, the there's a key difference because the Hansi metamodernism, the meta define something that comes after or is above whereas mm -hmm. the metamodern uh, version of of Vermeulen is metaxi you know it's in between and it's mm -hmm. like that's mm -hmm. that's the idea there is no program there's no manifesto there's nothing because it's like it's, it's, it's in between and to try to bend the in between so you're looking for something else for something new to appear looking for mm -hmm. emergence you know mm -hmm. but there's no program yet and that mm -hmm. wouldn't that wouldn't mm -hmm. defy the whole idea of their metamodernism that yeah. that you know that there's a stage after that that does that wouldn't make sense in their conception of the world. Yeah, I guess the problem with with integral and, and metamodernism is 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 when we look at it linearly. Right. Like we move from stage to stage and the stages are higher and that's a kind of gnosticism actually. That's like the emanationist view where where we move from diff from grosser stages to more subtle stages exactly, yes. uh, mm -hmm. but that's actually a, a fallacy because all the stages are present uh, in, in every moment right no that's what you say is the gapsa gapsarian perspective you know mm -hmm. it's like because if you conceptualize this as linear you're already in the mental kind of frame set or still right. and so yeah. but it's like in, in gapsa's view everything yeah it's, it's in the infinite now basically you know and so that that would be it's very similar to the meta like the 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 Vermoyne meta modern approach to things. Mm -hmm. And is that an artistic approach as well? Because it seemed like the infinite now is 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 the is the artistic state uh, where you're it, where you're where you're completely where you're in a playful let's say uh, relationship to, to reality and and something new is always emerging. Right. Rather than you're in a, um, rather than you're following an ideology or a format or 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 a, you know you have a very systematic approach. 
Yeah, I mean, they're, they're cultural philosophers. So they look at literature and movies and see there is something, let's say, Wes Anderson movies. There's, uh, it's not the, you know, the critique or the nihilism of the 90s and the grunge phase, but it's like something quirky, something, okay, uh, there's, li uh, there's life in that corpse, you know, there's life in that body, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. it's not necessarily hope, but it's like, okay, let's, let's experiment with that. You know, well, even though the most nihilistic literature is is uh, has hope because not hope I don't like the word hope, but has uh, the the other you know otherwise you just kill yourself right well so so you're, you're you are you are trying to express something alive right right no but as far or, or like well, they look at lit devices in literature you know mm. when we talk about multi temporality and how time is conception and so you have like this is the standard example american beauty where you have like the voiceover from the guy who is dead and then he yeah. relives you know so that that brings you in that weird space because you have to abandon disbelief in order for the whole story making sense all oh, right yeah or, or this foreshadowing or something like when, when you have the um I was watching, uh, you have the car accident. I was watching the beginning of, um, uh, what's that series, that, that series on Netflix, which is uh, takes place in the Ozarks. Ozark. It's called Ozark. Okay. Yes. And, and anyway, the, the first scene, there's a car accident and everybody dies. That's the first scene in the, the fourth season. So you already know that everybody's going to die. And then, and then so you're, you, you, you start with the future. Oh wow! Okay, mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting. Uh, um, I, maybe I shouldn't have told you that if you haven't watched the fourth season yet. But it doesn't really matter because that's the dramatic setup. Is he already know the end? Right. So you start with the end. All right. Mm -hmm. I, and that's interesting to me because I think of that also in terms of spiritual stages. Like you start from the higher view, and then uh, and then you gradually elaborate and go get to the beginning, and the beginning turns out to be the end, and there's a there's a totality. Yeah. And mm -hmm. there's Laura Linney. There's a beginning and, and the end, and in between is Laura Linney. Who's that? That's the that's the that's the actress from Ozark. Which one? Which one? That's the that's the wife of Jason Bateman. The wife of Jason Bateman, yeah. She's Lady Macbeth. She's amazing. She's she's uh she's yeah, she's she does evil pretty well. <laughs> yeah. I love actors. Actually, I think the greatest actors are the actors who can really do evil. Yeah, I think all the all the you know that's that's if you can do evil, you're you're the best. You're you're you you you're a good great actor. Right. I mean, Peterson said something. and make it look like with a smile and 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 have it clean cut and yeah and, and uh, a facade and, and all that. So yeah, she does. You're right. She does that very well. No, but it's like that's these are the things that I like still in interviews with Peterson because he talked about the Joker movie, you know, and how how Joaquin Phoenix were doing like this evil role, you know, and so combining because he has like this crunchy and like bony face and then he has like this super feminine dance and everything a dance and and the movements and and trying to express you know the 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 chaos and the evilness of all like i find that very very interesting yeah he though he had a good analysis of, of joker yeah. I, I think that's right I, he, he does a dance of evil yeah 
You know, that, that's his whole performative thing is this incredible dance of evil. Yeah. Um, and every, and it's all, it's completely embodied. Um, and, it, and it's, and it's, and it's completely, it's a perfect description of nihilism because it's absurd at the same time. Right. Right. right? It's like, okay. It's like what happens when you've abandoned the entire, you know, game. Right. No, but it's, we're still fascinated by Tony Soprano, no? Or all these anti-heroes, Walter White, the, the birds. Excuse from me, Ozark. sorry, my, my, my family and, and, and animals are, are invading the, the, uh, the space. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, get out. No, we, <laughs> okay. we can, we can, add, we can, I should have just let them in and made it part of the podcast. No, it's part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, because we're, we're not... Um, because that's the long form, uh, you know, uh, 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 the interest of the long form podcast is the possibility for chaos to erupt at any that was, moment. That was the chaos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The possibility to get new information <laughs> from outside of the frame and, right. and for the frame to collapse and, <gasps> and you have a moment of, of gap. Like, what was that? All right, Andrew, I think I, I'm done for today. Okay. Okay, that was that was 